Hey guys, this is Chris. Uh, we're having to do something a little bit different with the podcast this week. Uh, Hayden is gone on vacation for a week, which has left me alone in our apartment, uh, but also means that we were not able to get together and record an actual... <coughs> Sorry. Uh, we were not able to actually get together and record an episode this week. So I thought that we could try something new. Uh, Hayden has been thinking for a while now that he wanted to do a big spring anime season retrospective. Uh, and I thought that this would be about as good a time as any because he could just record that himself and we could put that up. And so that's mostly what this episode is going to be giving Hayden a chance to talk about the things he enjoys instead of forcing ourselves to talk about things that we both enjoy, which, you know, as adults do as we grow and become different people, that that sort of Venn diagram seems to be narrowing, unfortunately, but we try to make it work. So that's going to be the majority of this episode. Uh, if you want to hear about anime, if you want to hear Hayden's opinions on anime, then this will be the episode for you. But there's a couple things I wanted to say before we get to that. Uh, one of those being, in the last episode, I had said that we had just launched our second podcast in uh, the unofficial Healthy Obsession podcast network. Uh, it's called Connect the Actors, and right now you can go and listen to episode zero and episode one, where we talk about uh, our individual tastes in movies, and then in episode one, Jojo Rabbit. Uh, again, that is hosted by me and two other friends, James and Jackson. Hayden is not personally involved. Uh, unfortunately, we have had an issue with scheduling as well right after we put up the first episode. Uh, so, in order to mitigate this, we're going to call the two episodes up currently a soft launch. You can go and listen to those. I'm not going to take those down. But uh, we are going to change our idea of production and we're just going to start recording some episodes as a backlog, and we will start putting them up when I am comfortable with the content locked in the vault so that we can avoid missing a week when this has to happen. Uh, unfortunately, these are the realities of recording podcasts in 2020 when you and your co-hosts live in two different time zones. Two very distinctly different time zones, given the fact that James is in Europe. So you will be the first to know on this podcast or on our Twitter when we are ready to relaunch Connect the Actors. But like I said, those episodes are up. Please go listen to them. Please tell your friends about them. Because as much work as this can be between setting aside the hours every week to record and setting aside the further hours every week to edit and master the audio of it, I, I enjoy doing this. I like podcasting and I hope people like what I have to say enough to continue to give us a listen. And even if we're not a huge production right now, we are growing and that feels very cool. Uh, so that's, that's pretty much all I've got to say on that. Um, another thing I want to talk about is, you know, I saw, I saw Black Widow this week. Uh, we, we've talked a lot on this show about how we miss going to the theater. And I've said for several movies that this will be the one that I go back to the theater for. And I just, I never did because the timing with my work schedule is kind of awkward and I never feel like I have time to get over there. But 
in July, AMC officially reactivated everyone's A-list subscription, so I thought, okay, I should I should actually go see a movie now. Um, and as well, Black Widow was supposed to be the next movie for Connect the Actors for Episode 2. So I went and saw that, and uh, I really liked it. I really genuinely did like it. In fact, I think Black Widow is possibly in the upper half of MCU movies. If we were going to redo our tier list from a few episodes ago, I think I'd put it at a solid B. And I'm starting to wonder if I'm in the minority on that. Like, if I if I look at Rotten Tomatoes, which is not actually a great indicator of quality, uh, but if I look at Rotten Tomatoes, it's got a 90 I think, from critics and audience. Like, it, it seems to be tracking well, but a lot of that could be initial Marvel hype. But everyone I, I seem to talk personally with are kind of lukewarm on it or just flat out don't like it. And for some people, I honestly think that that's an amount of misogyny. And I, I am struggling with this idea that Black Widow as a movie has to be compared to Captain Marvel as a movie simply because they are the only strictly female-led Marvel properties. And I think that's fucking stupid that we have to compare them on the merits of being female-oriented instead of just being able to compare it to the rest of the MCU and I'm sure for people listening to this podcast, that's not a hot take, but just something I want to say that I know the comparison is inevitable because Marvel has a history with not wanting female-led superhero movies and their first outing in doing so was not great. Captain Marvel was not a very good Marvel movie. Uh, and Black Widow does feel like their redemption in that regard, that they can write decent female characters several in fact but i i hate making that comparison i don't think it's fair to either movie and i wish that we could shift the discourse and talk about the actual movie itself which granted is a little hokey and feels out of place in the way the mcu has been built but it's still a genuinely good movie and i think it's nice that scarlett johansson finally got her due I don't want to go too deep into it here because we are still going to talk about it on the other podcast, and I want to save some of that for there. Uh, but on that podcast, we are going to talk about it more as a movie itself and less about the impact it has on the MCU because that's just not what that podcast is about. Uh, but, you know, maybe by next week, Hayden could have also seen it and we can talk about it more here. Uh, and, you know, I was I was in the drive through of Popeye's the other day. And I saw they, they had an ad for their, their apple pie on the menu. And I had a thought that, like, you know, the planet's dying. We're in the middle of a mass extinction event right now, you know. I, I feel like there's a very good chance we are hurtling towards a certain kind of dystopia where pieces of our knowledge are gone, but then also transformed into different pieces of knowledge. And do you just think that, like, maybe 30 years from now even... There could be people that don't actually know what a pie looks like because no one's able to make pie anymore for whatever reason. And the only thing we know as a pie is this fucking hot pocket served at fast food drive throughs And that's just what a pie becomes in the future. Wouldn't that be fucked up? Anyway, here's Hayden with anime. Well, 
In the world of anime, as you all know, it never sleeps and never stops. And just as the spring season has come to an end, we are already in the beginning of the goddamn summer season. There's absolutely zero time for anyone to breathe. But with that being said, instead of doing a preview of the 2021 season, which wouldn't be a preview because it's already started, I am going to do a recap of the Goliath that was the 2021 spring anime season. Uh, the way I am going to go about doing this is I'm just going to go down the list of the most rated, or I guess it's you probably deem it most popular shows on my anime list. They just sort that by, I believe, the amount of people who have said they're either watching it or have rated it. Um, so I will go through all that list and mention a little bit about all the shows that I myself watched. Overall thoughts, my score, recommendations will come at the end if you missed shows. And I will also touch on some of the shows that I hope to also still go watch because... Jesus, were well, there are a lot of them this season, and a lot of really good ones. So, you know, with that, let's just start going into it. And to no surprise, the first show is My Hero Academia Season 5. Now, I have only watched about four or five episodes of this season. Uh, it's got probably, I think, some of the lower scores of what my hero generally gets and that kind of checks out because I know I'm caught up on the manga and I know exactly I know the arcs that this covers and without spoilers I'll do my best to not spoil any of these shows uh it's kind of where the story to me got a little like oh okay this is gonna get interesting maybe weird at worst and I think it's kind of been a combination of both um so if you like My Hero, you're going to like it. If you haven't been into My Hero, you probably, this isn't a jumping in point for one. You need to watch the rest. But um, as I am with all shows, I do not give a show a rating unless one, I have completed it, and two, the whole thing is out. So for some of these that will come up here shortly that have not completed yet and still have episodes, is still going to be running into the summer season. I will not have my overall score for those shows. The next show, which is kind of surprising to me that this is the second most rated show, is uh, Don't Toy With Me, Miss Nagatoro. I thought this was really good. Um, if it's continuing this trend of teasing shows, this one's a little more um, brutal, I would say. The first episode was kind of cringy to the point of I didn't know if I wanted to watch it because she just comes off as borderline a fucking asshole boy. Like, she is destroying this dude. Uh, but it quickly switches from that to be more playful and that she's teasing him because she likes him. Granted, she's a little more savage in it than other teasing shows like uh, Teasing Master Takagi-san or um, whatever that really annoying one with the big-titted girl in it a couple seasons ago was, which I wasn't a big fan of. Uh, it was very good. Um, the ending, as all these like weekly just school life shows go slice of life shows go it it was it was okay it was an okay ending for this kind of a show but i gave it a 7 out of 10 it's if you're into these kind of slice of life romance comedy shows as i'm just reading the tags off of my anime list um i definitely give it 
a look or a watch. Um, I, th- I thought it was pretty decent. Uh, the next show we have is To Your Eternity. Now, boy, this show is not done. Um, we are 12 episodes into it. I think it's taking a few-week break. because I do not believe th- uh, episode 13 has come out yet, although episode 12 happened two weeks ago, maybe? Um, wow, this show has show with your potential. Um, the first episode is one of the greatest first episodes of an anime I've probably ever seen. Uh, This one will be in my recommendations. I recommend you to, I won't even wait till then to tell you to go watch this. Or wait, if you're one of those who doesn't like to watch shows when they are not complete yet, wait for it to be done and then 100% watch it is my recommendation right now. Um, Who knows, the last couple, the last eight episodes could suck. Crazier things have happened. Um, <coughs> wondering. Um, and, but right now, this this has got some serious show of the year potential. Next, another one that is not done. We have Tokyo Revengers. This one is very interesting. Um, it's sort of a school drama gang show, which there's one part of it that makes no sense to me, is all the kids are supposed to be in middle school when they're doing their gang stuff. And I don't, I guess, I don't know. They're they're built like 25-year-old men in middle school, but the uh, the, the gangness of it is pretty cool. The protagonist, I hate. He's a crying, whiny little bitch. And just when he had an episode where you're like, oh, yeah, he's going to be better, he, he goes back to being a whiny little bitch again. But at the end of episode 12, which is the last one that I've seen, uh, that might change. So I I don't know how many episodes this is, but it is it's pre- it's very good. It has a pretty bopping op, which I guess I can comment on that as well. I don't know. This is the first time we've done something like this, so go with the flow, baby. Um, right now, uh, it it was probably gonna be in the recommendation list. It's not uh vibing with me in ways that some it might with some. I think I've seen a lot of other conversation online of people really enjoying this i like it i think it's good but i'm not uh going bananas for it um and if you couldn't tell that this one was a light novel well this next one was a light novel well here you go uh higa hero after being rejected i shaved and took in a high school runaway uh i know what you're thinking what the fuck um that is some pedophile bullshit but it's actually very uh uh, what's the word? Humbling? Um, no, not humbling. Um, I'll come up with it. It's very, it's a very nice show. Um, it's, it's just about a guy who takes in a runaway girl and is like, oh, well, it's kind of weird because she's like, I want her to be able to grow up and, and live her life and, and, you know, do all the things you're supposed to do in high school, which isn't having sex with a bunch of dudes just so you can stay in their place. Cause that's, that's what she was doing beforehand. Um, wholesome. <laughs> that was the word I was thinking of. Wholesome. It's a very wholesome show. The ending, um, in my opinion, was god awful. The last two episodes were almost unwatchable, and honestly, that's the probably the the only thing that made me keep this one at a seven and not an eight. Um, I think if as a as someone f- from the West watching this, I just can't relate 
to a lot of the, I think, family structural uh, things that seem very specific to if you live in Japan, it makes a lot more sense to you of some of the stuff that happens in those last two episodes. But to me, I was like, no, I'd tell this bitch to go fuck off. Uh, it's not the main girl. Um, and she's a terrible mother. It's her mother there, so spoiler. Um, minor spoiler. But overall, it was an it was an enjoyable show. I do like me. I'm a, I'm, oh, I, I'm a sucker for a cheesy, not cheesy, but a drama romance show. Any romance shows are, I'm like, yes! Shut up and take my money, I'll watch it. Although, I have a counter to that later. But, very good. Uh, yeah, we'll move on and wait for recommendations. I don't know how much I re- I'm recommending that one. Uh, next, 86. Uh, very good. This one's off a of light novel as well. Very well done. It's pseudo-mecha. It's a military show. Um, it's probably, if, it's probably the best mecha show we've gotten in, in year, like, true mecha show we've gotten in years. Um, animation's pretty good, the storytelling's great. Uh, it, for some reason, I, I think watching this show week to week is, had an effect on me where I don't think I fully appreciated how good it was, or maybe I did, I don't know, but I feel like this is another show I've seen a lot of people really enjoy online. And I mean, I gave it an eight. I thought it was good or very good. I think is how I deem that. Um, it, it was very good. Not it, there, there was just something missing to make me go, Oh my God, I just cannot wait to watch this show every week. Uh, that is, that is usually what gets me in the nine categories. If I'm just like, Oh my God, yes, no, I I cannot wait to watch the show every single week. Um, but very good. And I I think if you're if you're if you've been waiting, like so many people have for a decent mecha show, this is one for it. But it's a little different because it's like spider robot mecha show and it's it's not your traditional like big ass humanoid gundams. Uh but still very good. Uh next, another show that is probably gonna be in Show of the year contention, definitely show of the season contention, is Vivi, Fluorite Eyes Song. This was very good. Another show that has just an amazing first episode. The conclusion could be uh, leave some wanting more. I was fine with it, as I, I believe I've said multiple times here and say on... Uh, about other media, especially TV shows and long-running ones, is endings are fucking hard. And for an original anime, they're even harder, I feel. Because at least if you have a light novel or a manga adaptation of a of an anime, uh, if <laughs> someone's already tried the ending, and if that sucks ass, you can either just adapt it and go, wasn't our ending, or you can try and make a little spin on it and enhance it, make it a little bit better. Doesn't happen that often, but it does happen nonetheless. But back to Vivi. The animation in this show is fan-fucking-tastic. This is Studio Wit at its finest, and the fight scenes are phenomenal. Uh, It's one of the best animated shows we've gotten so far this year. Uh, I gave this a 9 out of 10 pretty easily. Uh, You could argue the last couple episodes near the ending, it gets a little, uh, I don't know, jumbled. Um... The overall plot and point gets funky and it's 
It's not uh, Darling in the Franks level. Yeah, they're space aliens. Uh, but um, I think the writing could have been a little bit better at the end to conclude it. And if it was, shit, I don't know. This could have been a 10 out of 10. Because, damn, is the animation in this beautiful. Highly recommend this one. Uh, next, we have <laughs> How Not to Summon a Demon Lord, Season 2. And, uh, you know, it's just an etchy isekai. There, I don't, I don't really know what else to say. It was interesting, this was only 10 episodes. But, so I feel like this ended forever ago. Because it kind of did. But um, it was okay. If you like the first season, you probably you know why you're watching the second season. If you thought the if you didn't even make it through the first season, I get it. I'm just an isekai degenerate, so I'm gonna watch just about all of them for the most part. Um, until we, as we're seeing now, getting to a point where there's so many that they're putting out a lot of them that just suck. So I'm like, I don't care. Um, yeah, six out of ten. It's forgettable. I you know. You, if you're watching it, you know why. Uh, let's see. Next. Um, I I don't think this could be put into show of the year territory simply because it is only a part of the whole, whole story. But Fruits Basket, the final season, we finally get the conclusion to the new adaptation or the new the newest adaptation of Fruits Basket that I believe follows the manga completely. I don't think that was the case for the first one. I have not seen the first Fruits Basket adaptation. Uh, I have loved this show since the first season of the new version of it. It's it's amazing. Uh, the animation's good enough. I, I, I say that because it's not really a, oh my God, gorgeous animations because you're there for the story and the drama and the romance and it's just so goddamn good. This shows, uh, I made me cry a couple times, I think, or at least got me on the verge, but fuck. I, I love Fruits Basket. I'm sad that more of my friends and have not watched it. I'm beaten. This is one of those I'm beating the drum of watch Fruits Basket. Shut up and watch Fruits Basket. It's, it's phenomenal. Nine out of 10. Uh, I'd probably give all of Fruits Basket if I could. It'd be in my 10, 10 out of 10 range. It's one of the one things I don't like about how uh, the modern anime landscape is and cutting up everything into seasons is that you rank the seasons and then you don't have a great way to just rank the overall show, at least when it comes to sites like my anime list where you can go and see what people have ranked the shows. But yes, Fruits Basket, absolutely amazing. Uh, moving on. Uh, to a not as amazing show is I've been killing slimes for 300 years and maxed out my level. Another isekai, a fan power trip isekai that is just forgettable. And you know what? I gave it a seven, but I could easily give it a six. Mostly because, like I said, there's nothing original here. Um, it's cute girl gets a cute family of nothing but cute girls. And they do cute things. And, I mean, yeah, I'm going to watch that because I'm me. But, uh, recommending it, I don't know. If you are if you fit that, if any of what I said just sounded appealing, check it out. I don't, I don't know. Okay, skipping a bunch of these now because I've not seen these or dropped them. 
or watched a little bit and said no. So next, I was very happy and excited. Did not know we would get a second season of this, but Zombieland Saga Revenge. Your favorite zombie idols are back. And, you know, it's just, I don't want to say it's just more of the first season because we get a lot of uh, background into characters that we didn't get in the first season, which was great. Um, and just seeing all these characters interact with each other and get their own times to shine was very cool, uh, very entertaining. Uh, I gotta remember what my man's name is, who's one of my favorite voice actors, but Mamaru Miano, who is the voice of Kotro, uh, he's also the voice of Okabe Rintaro from Steins Gate, and just, he's a very, very popular voice actor, and he's amazing. He doesn't get to go full on just, I'm having the best time of my life like he did in season one, which kind of sucked, but was still great to get all these characters back. Easy 8 out of 10. If you like the first season, you have to watch the second season. If you haven't watched it at all, highly recommend because it's a really fun twist on an idol show if you generally hate idol shows. Next one we have is another one that is not complete and is actually quickly becoming one of my favorite manga that I'm currently reading is Welcome to Demon School Iramakun. We're about halfway through, and it's just great. I love the animation. I love the art style of just the, the manga and the show in general. The characters are very entertaining in their own individual ways. I think I highly recommend anyone who hasn't to go watch the first season because I just think it's a very fun show. Although I will warn you, the end of season one drags. Um... It gets better, or maybe it would not be the end of season one, but there's a part in season one that drags, get through it, you'll be okay. It's, if you like the characters like I do, you, you'll, it's worth getting through those couple episodes that are rough. So no, no score on that one yet, uh, as, you know, it's not done yet. Next, another show similar to Zombieland Saga that I really didn't think we'd get another season for, but Megalobox season two, Megalobox Nomad. Boy, the first half of this show is fucking amazing. Um, I it, I enjoyed it way more than I... It was on pace for me to 100% be, this is way better than the first season. Because um, just the emotional, different storytelling that they were doing with this season, I thought was done fantastically. Uh, the second half kind of goes... The way the second half of the first season did, approaching a fight and dealing with some stuff with that, and I think I, I don't think it hit. It didn't hit as well as the first half did, but still very great. Um, gave that one an eight out of ten. If the second half was a little bit better, this easily could have been in the nine or even ten kind of contention possibly. That first half, man, I I was all in on the first half. The the. It, it's a very good boxing anime, too. I think it does. I don't know anything about boxing, but from what I can see in it, it seems like they do a very good job of accurate, accurately portraying boxing, even though it's like mech boxing. Uh, the next one, Moriarty, The Patriot. I'm actually not done with this. I've only watched a little bit of it, but uh, 
I guess it's technically called the second season, but just I don't know why this was split up because season one ends and you're like, okay, but um, we still have like we just stopped in the middle of the story. Uh, very good. It's very good. It's a Sherlock's home Sherlock Holmes show, but centers more around Moriarty than it does Sherlock Holmes. Like the first half of season one is just Moriarty, and then Sherlock comes in. But it's very good if you like uh, thriller mystery shows. This one is I I yes, watch this. It is you'll love it. The next are three of what were my favorite three of my favorite shows of the season. Shadows House first. Uh is a really interesting supernatural sh- like show where uh shadows have what they call uh what do they call human or no 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 living dolls. Living dolls that essentially have the same body proportions as them and it's I'm not going to say anything else because you need to watch it and have just watch the story unfold. But um this was a I think did I give this a, yeah, I gave this one an 8 out of 10 mostly cuz it's very good, um, but it's, to me, kind of the poster child of what an 8 out of 10 show is. Animation's pretty pretty solid all the way around. Uh, it's done by Cloverwork, so it should be uh, solid all the way around. And um, the characters are very interesting. I love the character interactions and how the living dolls and their shadow hosts interact with each other and then amongst themselves as well. Very interesting. I I might if if they if I don't hear anything about this getting a second season, I'm a hundred percent picking up the manga for this one. Um, but very I I really like this one. And then next is one that uh, if you follow any anime YouTubers, you've probably seen this recently. But Odd Taxi, the the dark horse mystery show that is probably gonna be. And a lot of people's anime of the year contention. Uh, strangely enough, I, I mean, I gave it a 9 out of 10 because after doing some more, I thought about it a lot. Um, the ending, well, boy, to what I said about earlier with endings being hard. Uh, this is one of the greatest endings just wrapping up everything I've seen in an anime. It's just like, wow. It answers basically every question in a satisfying way. Leaves you with a little bit more. Like, it doesn't. There's still some shit like, oh, well, what, what would happen? What would happen with that? Oh, God, I got to know. But we who knows? This is another original anime, which we got a lot of really good original anime this season, which I'm always happy about. I feel like we don't get enough of them with how many manga and light novel adaptations we get in the occasional game one, which usually sucks. But uh, Odd Taxi, it's great. I don't want to say too much about it because you got to just see it. Um, the twists, some of the twist reveals at the end are like, wow, that, I didn't see that coming. That's kind of awesome. It works. I'm about it. Uh, very good. Kind of want to rewatch it just to watch it all the way through because I feel like it's even better if you binge watch it. But uh, very, very good show. 9 out of 10, easy. I, I don't like it enough as some to be like 10 out of 10. Oh my God, best show ever. But it's still very damn good. And then the next show... I loved the beginning of uh, those Snow White notes. The first half, awesome. I I was in. Um, I can't remember the name of this. Oh, the shamisen, I believe is how you say it. Uh, It's like a 
Japanese three-string guitar thing, flute, lute, not flute, lute. Um, and they they play some fucking bangers with them just like freestyle riffing some of this shit. Where I'm like, oh, this is awesome. The later half is all right. I didn't like it as much, and the ending was weird. Um, it just it felt like it just kind of ended, like it wasn't done, like it's supposed to have more, but we don't have the more yet. I mean, it's, it is an adaptation of a manga, so there probably is more, but it just kind of ended unless I'm forgetting. Cause I kind of fell asleep during the ending, but I was just kind of like, Oh, this is over. What weird. Uh, I gave this one a seven out of 10, but if you like music anime, it's a very good one. There's some really good music in this one. Okay. Only a few more. I know I'm just going, Chris is going to hate me with how long this ends up. Um, next after that one is the saints magic power is omnipotent. This is a slice of life romance fantasy. It's an isekai too. So it's got all the things, you know, uh, it's good. Like if, if you liked, um, snow white with the red hair, fucking watch this. Cause this is basically just more of that. Um, but yeah, it's good. It's a good romance. It's a solid romance show. I mean, there's nothing, doesn't do anything spectacularly well, but it doesn't do anything terribly. Uh, a solid 7 out of 10. It was just good. I enjoyed it. Um, next, I have not actually finished this one because I got caught behind, but one of the few sports anime shows that I watched this season, well, actually, one of the few that there was, there's maybe one or two others, was Backflip. It was a men's rhythmic gymnastics show. Yeah, I know. Would never have thought I would be watching one of those. Um, but it's done pretty well. The dance routines are CG and look kind of weird. Um, but the characters are entertaining. Um, I like the story. I need to finish it. Uh, so that's all I can say about that one. And then the last show that I watched was probably the most mid show I watched was Farewell Dear Kramer or Farewell My Dear Kramer, I think is one English translation. It is a high school girls soccer show and the animation is not great. The story I thought was interesting. I liked the characters. They're very like, oh, you have one personality and you are your personality trait. But, you know, I thought it kind of worked. Um, that said, I gave it a five because the pacing of the episodes wasn't great. Um, like I said, the animation wasn't. Eh, there was some struggling running animations in this show. But there was some sort of charm I felt in it and I kept watching it. And... You know, yeah, I gave it a five for just being okay average, but I don't know. There was a little charm. Can't really recommend it, though, if you're into sports anime, because you'd probably, unless you find the charm in it that I did, it's probably not your cup of tea. But there are also, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight other shows. Jesus Christ, which brings, that would bring it up to a total of 30 effing shows. But, uh, what did I say? Eight other shows worth pointing out that I did not get to watch any of, uh, mostly because I had my hands full with watching parts, if not all, of the other 22 I just mentioned. Like I said, this season was fucking stacked, and there were, I mean, let's see, I think I had one, two, three, four, five, six, six, at least six shows at an eight or higher, that, that's deep. We were we had a deep season, and I think I don't know if any of these I didn't watch were that good, but 
some of the ones also worth pointing out to make you aware of. There was a kind of like slice of life uh, that time I got reincarnated as a slime spinoff to keep us in that universe between the split season that is currently airing now, the second half of the second season, hey, God, I hate the terminology, uh, is currently airing, and they had this Slice of Life show. So if you really like that time I got reincarnated as a slime, there you go. Uh, I have no connection to this, but Shaman King's got a new adaptation out. Um, I believe it is an older anime that is getting a new adaptation. I know nothing about it, so if I say something wrong, I'm sorry. Uh, but from what I've, from what the scores show, it's 52 episodes, but from what the scores show, it's okay. Um, Co- oh, this is the one I actually watched the first episode and said, nope, I'm out. Uh, Koikimo, uh, because this is literally a salaryman trying to fuck a high schooler. It's like the one very similar to after being rejected, I shaved and took in a high school runaway. Except this one, and that one, the male protagonist is not trying to fuck the high schooler. He's just trying to raise her. And this one, the dude's trying to get with the high schooler. And I was like, no, nah, you know what? I, I don't think so. I think it gets a little bit better. Maybe I should have watched episode two. But I was creeped out. Didn't watch it. But it's gotten decent reviews. As that is. Next, I dropped this thing faster than you could fucking believe because it was not entertaining. This is, an, I guess, not really an isekai, but as a game, going into a game show. Um, full dive, ultimate, RPG, something, something is shittier than real life. Don't watch it. Um, <laughs> I just had to put that out there to save you from watching it. We got a new... SSSS show with this one being Dina Xenon, I believe. I didn't watch it because I didn't have time, but I I liked the first one, so I'm I'm looking forward to trying to find some time. <laughs> I'm never gonna watch it to watch it. Um, but we'll see. Uh, I liked the first one. I liked Gridman, and I want to check this one out. Um, another decent show that came out. Uh, oh, fuck, I forgot one that I watched. Super Cub. I watched this one. It was just an ad to get, like, a moped bike thing if you live in Japan. It was good. It was cute. Seven, solid seven, easy seven out of ten. I don't know. Um, okay, but going on. I watched the first episode of this, and then I, I just couldn't keep up with how many shows I was watching, so this one fell through the cracks. But it looked interesting. It was Pretty Boy Detective Club. Had a very similar kind of art style to, oh, what is that gym show? Oh, I can't remember. Land of the Lustrous. Very similar, like, like well, I say that because all the boys in the Pretty Boy Detective Club have very vibrant colored hair, similar to the gemstones in Land of the Lustrous. Uh, watched the first episode, wasn't bad, but like I said, was watching so many goddamn shows that this one just fell through the cracks. Give this one a shot. It's another mystery school show. So if you like mystery, you might be into that. And then, I believe this came out mid-season, but the Godzilla show on Netflix has come out that was like a collaboration between Studio Bones and Orange. Studio Orange. Um, so 
I'm like, fuck yeah, I need to watch it. It doesn't have the greatest reviews on my anime list, but that being said, uh, I'm definitely going to still watch this one at some point. It's just, you know, the other season's already started, and fuck, I, I, I'm always behind now with seasonal, and it's this is not normal for me, so it's weird. And then the last show to point out is Record of Ragnarok, which I don't actually know what sort of uh, reviews that is getting, be, but I don't think it was getting great reviews when it first came out, which is kind of sad because the manga for that is fantastic. Uh, if you think you'd be into just a show that is some of the most legendary... Well, it has a heavy Japanese leaning, but most legendary uh, warriors slash fighters in, a, in human history fighting up against like gods that you know. Check that manga out because that thing slaps and it's great. Uh, the, the anime adaptation does not seem to be great, which is sad, but I do plan to watch that as well. So overall... What shows, no matter what, if you didn't watch anything last season, should you go and watch as soon as possible? Uh, I got probably three. Well, they're the three nines that I have, which would be Vivi, Fruits Basket, and that's all of Fruits Basket, not just the final season, and Odd Taxi. I think these three shows are the ones you don't want to miss and will be in show of the year contention Fruits Basket, maybe not, just because, again, it was, I think this was the third season of it, so it doesn't have the same kind of sway as uh, Vivi and Odd Taxi. The greatest part about my recommending Vivi and Odd Taxi is they were both original anime, which I think is very cool that we are once again, we're, we're in a spot where those can be legitimate recommendations. I put, you know, like I said, with Zombieland Saga and Megalobox, both of those highly recommend if you've seen the first seasons, or even if you haven't, check them out. I think I think you'll enjoy it. And then uh, 86, I think is pe a lot of people's jams. But also, uh, I don't have a I don't have a score for it. But to your eternity, I'm telling you that first episode. Try not to cry. I dare you. I bet you can't. It is awesome. Uh, and I really like Shadow's House, but I know that's I don't know if that's for everybody, but. There's something. There's a cute little charm about that one that really resonated with me, and I I'm looking forward to continuing that story. Whether if if we get a season two, I don't know because I don't think it was very popular. It was like the 21st most watched show or ranked show on my anime list last season. That's not great. That means people weren't watching it. Um, but it was a crazy season, so. Maybe it wasn't as bad, but needless to say, I will definitely pick up the manga for that one. Um, oh, I guess one thing I could point out on we we uh so I'm a spider. So what finally wrapped up, and I can't not talk about that because I really, I really, 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 really liked that show. Um, I thought the story was very good. I thought the the comedy in it was good. Uh, the CG is not great, but it's CG in anime, so it's nothing you haven't seen before. Um, but really highly enjoyed it. I hope we get more, but I don't know because I don't know how many people. Well, that's a decent amount. But I think with that, you know, that wraps up 
my wrap-up of the spring anime season. That was a lot of me talking very fast, I feel. But you know what? I tried to get through it as fast as I could because there was a shitload of stuff. And there's, no, like I said, no time to wait. There, we're already into this summer season. Thank God it doesn't seem like there's going to be as many quality shows. There's still a lot, but... Not nearly as many. Like, there were 12 shows. It was like, I'm not missing these last season. This season, there's five that I really don't want to miss so far. Um, but we'll be back. If Depending on how this goes, I don't know how Chris is where Chris is putting this, whether he's going to put it at the beginning or at the end, or if this is the episode. So we'll see. But I'd love to do keep doing something like this for each season, unless um, no one downloads this one. But... We'll see. So uh, I'm going to wrap it up there. And thanks for coming and listening to this spring 2021 anime season recap. And hey, look at that. Hayden talked to himself for almost 40 minutes about anime. I, uh, I'm genuinely proud of him. You know, I, I kind of forced him into this podcast thing because I had nobody else that I could do something like this with, and I just really needed an outlet to talk about dumb shit. Um, but he's really taken to it, and I, I'm, I'm really proud that he was able to make that work and just be able to talk for that long, because it's not an easy thing to do. Uh, whether or not the talk was interesting is not for me to decide, but that'll be at the audience discretion. I hope you really enjoyed this episode. I hope this wasn't too jarring for you. Um, please let us know. If you like it, download it. Always tell a friend. Follow us on Twitter at obsession underscore pod, and uh, we will be back next week with a proper episode that hopefully you will like just as much and also tell more friends about because I really want to grow this project and keep it going for as long as I can maintain my own sanity in the editing room. 